Now, that's pretty profound to say that. Not a whole lot of tools out there provide uninterrupted compounding. The way they do this, or the way we can do this as policy owners, is you take a policy loan from the life insurance company, which doesn't affect the cash value account inside of your policy. So the way we use these policies for real estate investments, the same way our clients do, is when they're ready to deploy capital as a down payment, or let's say they're investing in Blue Lake, they take a policy loan out of these policies and they deploy it into their investment. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fourth season of Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. Real estate investing is not rocket science, but it's not a fairy tale either. It's an incredible investment vehicle that builds and grows wealth. I have done it, and this is why so many of the wealthiest people in America and in the world, actually, invest in real estate as well. Listen in every week to learn about all the different real estate asset classes, which strategies experienced and successful investors use to live their best lives and the processes to do it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just listen in every week to grow your knowledge along with me and to move your finances to a place where you can live an extraordinary life. This show is sponsored by my company, Blue Lake Capital, where we help passive investors grow their wealth through large multifamily investments and funds. To learn more about my company and invest in with me, visit www.bluelake-capital.com. Welcome to Ready to Scale Season 4. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Ready to Scale. I'm Jeanette Robinson, Director of Investor Relations with Blue Lake Capital. And today we have a very special guest, Mike Bargetto. Mike is a wealth strategist that specializes in helping his clients implement a financial foundation and also helps them implement strategies and tactics for wealth acceleration. Prior to that, he has been a longtime real estate investor himself and also served as a firefighter for 12 and a half years. He also has a BS in organizational management from Biola University, and he currently resides in Phoenix, Arizona with his wife, who is also a co-founder of Axiom Wealth Solutions and their two awesome little children. So Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's good to be here, Jeanette. And out of curiosity, what's the temperature out there today? We're going to hover around 110 today. So. Ooh, wow. Wow. Well, being a Texas transplant to Boston, where today we're actually having a beautiful day. It's about 93 or 94 degrees. I'm happy and content with what I have here. 110 is pushing it a little beyond the realm of, I think, what I'd want. But wow, make sure that you have some ice cream available in the kiddie pools and the squirty bottles and... Any of the other life-saving tactics, I'm sure you already know. That's right. As they say, it's a pretty dry heat, so we'll be fine out <laughs> with that. No doubt. No doubt. Well, Mike, so that we can kind of give the listeners an idea of your own you know, kind of personal background and story, do you want to share with us kind of some insights into kind of what your background story is and how ultimately it led you into real estate investing? Yeah, sure. So my wife, Katie, and I, we wanted something different which I think a lot of your listeners do, right? We had the W-2 jobs, we had great careers, loved what we did, but realized that we were soon going to be stuck in the rat race if we didn't figure something out quickly. And so we turned to real estate. We started buying turnkey real estate investments and then ended up building relationships with people across the country to go purchase real estate on our own. 
And as of late, we've kind of transitioned into more and more syndications, allowing us to have a more passive way to earn a return on our cash. Nice. Nice. Okay, good. I definitely am glad to hear that. So basically, we're going to move into, you know, as we cover the assets, the process and the strategy, you know, given that you've had a lot of exposure to different types of asset classes. I know you mentioned, you know, multifamily syndications, obviously, single family homes, flips, wholesales, all of those things, you know, kind of cover your background. Somewhere along the way, you started to recognize the strategy of eliminating financial inefficiencies, as you have coined it. So can you explain to our listeners, what do you mean by eliminating financial inefficiencies? Yeah, so we'll get into what we do for a living in a little bit, I guess. But at Axiom Wealth, we see a lot of people coming to us with goals. And those goals are hard to accomplish when everything isn't aligned appropriately. And so there's just a lot of lost opportunity costs with the financial efficiencies that a lot of people have. For instance, they're funding a 401k. And my issues with the 401k is for a different time. But when your goal is to become financially free in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, maxing out your 401k contributions doesn't get you to that goal because you can't experience that growth until you're almost 60, right? Funding a 529 plan for your kids or just sitting on a lot of cash or large amounts of equity in your primary residence doesn't necessarily get people to the goals that they have for themselves and their families. And so we find a lot of joy in just kind of exposing those inefficiencies and showing people how to maximize people's return. Interesting. Okay. And so how is it that, you know, if if I were a client of yours and I was sitting down with you and we were discussing some different components like that, where would I start? What would you advise me to do? Yeah. So we have a 30 minute conversation with everyone that comes to us. And then if they want to move forward with the process, we send them a client questionnaire and that client questionnaire allows them to list out everything that they have going on financially. It also has a place on there for them to list their goals. And then we get to go to work looking at your financial picture and coming back to you with recommendations on how to deploy capital that'll help you accomplish those goals. Okay, nice. Now, I guess that's going to kind of help lead us into the process part of the conversation, which is really, you know, what it is that you do and what your company is actually about. So you yourself have found a pretty unique process that I really had never even considered myself, you know, not very much, at least to a very minor extent. So do you want to share with the listeners what this process is that you use to help with this growth acceleration for your clients? So what we found in our own lives before starting Axiom Wealth Solutions was, again, the inefficiencies that we had in our own lives. We were sitting on quite a bit of cash. We had just sold one primary residence that had done very well. And we were just sitting on that capital. Well, anytime cash hits your checking or savings account in this environment, the velocity of that money goes to zero real quick because you're not earning a rate of return. And so we were forced to then like go find that next investment. And I think that's where a lot of people can actually make mistakes is rushing the investment because they know what cash is doing in their checking account. And so about five years ago, we came across this tool that allows your money to not rest at 0% and have it consistently working for you. And that tool is a properly structured, overfunded, whole life insurance policy. And I'll be honest, at first we thought the whole thing was a scam. We had no idea how long it had been around. And so we just kind of 
dismissed the idea and went our way. Well, the friend that introduced it to me came back three months later and he said, hey, Mike, you ought to really look into this thing. I think it's going to change how real estate investors store and deploy their capital. So long story short, we ended up falling in love with this tool because it was a legacy planner, but it also allowed our cash to grow at a pretty attractive rate of return. And we ended up building an entire business around this one tool. And we've created a model to bring people in, decrease their inefficiencies, and show them how and where to deploy capital. And this month, we're actually celebrating our two-year anniversary at Axiom Wealth. My wife has left her career, and we're both in it full-time. And just in two quick years, we're already seeing so much growth from how our clients view and consider money, but how they're also deploying it into the marketplace and earning the cash flow that aligns with their goals. Nice, nice. And what type of return rates are we talking about here? So in these life insurance policies, the rate of return is about 4 to 5%. Mm-hmm. And there's something pretty significant about how these policies function. So start, we'll just talk about the death benefits. The death benefit is a permanent death benefit. And so at any point in time, when you pass away, there is a tax-free death benefit being delivered to your heirs. The whole buy term and invest the difference. There's a huge issue with that strategy because less than 1% of the folks who have standard term life insurance actually pass away during that term. And that is why the life insurance policies are so affordable because no one dies during the term. We believe that having a permanent death benefit, one that is affordable and doesn't increase as you get older, allows for legacy planning. It allows for the next generation to start off better than we started off. When it comes to the living benefits, again, you have this cash value account where cash continues to compound uninterrupted for your entire life. Now, that's pretty profound to say that. Not a whole lot of tools out there provide uninterrupted compounding. The way they do this, or the way we can do this as policy owners, is you take a policy loan from the life insurance company, which doesn't affect the cash value account inside of your policy. So the way we use these policies for real estate investments, the same way our clients do, is when they're ready to deploy capital as a down payment, or let's say they're investing in Blue Lake, they take a policy loan out of these policies and they deploy it into their investment. When that cash flow comes back in, they then pay off that policy loan. And so what this does is it allows the cash that you have inside your life insurance policy to compound uninterrupted. And so anytime you want to store money somewhere for a future event, you don't want to be worrying about having a down year. And that's what these life insurance policies provide. In the 200 plus years that these mutual life insurance companies have been in existence, they've never had a down year. Many of them have never missed a dividend payment. And so what that means is it just becomes a very stable place to store capital. And so once our clients see what it is, once they know how this is going to change their lives and lay as the foundation of their financial life, they then tend to ask, how much can I have? Mm -hmm. So then just to be clear and to confirm, what you're saying is that you can actually essentially source debt, borrow from the insurance company, and it's not against your own insurance policy, but it's actually considered like a separate debt? Yeah. So you're actually borrowing against the life insurance policy or against the cash value inside the policy. And so if you utilize the tool in this way, you also get to experience all that cash Mm tax-free because we don't tax it. 
And so that compounded over a lifetime without any tax event becomes an even more attractive place to store cash. Very interesting. Yes, very interesting. What are some of the potential downsides? The potential downsides, I think, are going with someone who doesn't know how to properly structure one of these policies. Traditionally, these policies were built without a lot of cash value in the early years. And what you got with that was a very, very high death benefit. And there's value in that type of policy for sure. But for the real estate investors out there who are trying to deploy capital into real estate to increase their monthly and annual cash flows, it's important to have as much cash value in these policies as early as possible. And so what we actually do is we decrease the death benefit as much as we can, which pumps up the cash value as possible, allowing them to have access and control and use of their dollars. Interesting. And are there any stipulations in what you can do with the funds that you're borrowing? Do they have any type of you know, requirements as to where you can deploy that capital or is it fully within the control of, of the owner? Great question. So it's not like a normal underwriting process that you'd have with any other sort of debt. There's a contractual mm-hmm. obligation on the part of the life insurance company to give you a loan for what you have in cash value. There's no questions asked. There isn't even a payback period or monthly payment with these policy loans. You don't ever have to pay them back. We, of course, recommend that you do because there is an interest rate with them and you don't want that debt to compound. You want your asset to compound. And so, you know, if you use these correctly and if you use the policies for assets and not liabilities, then they are a great tool to have in your arsenal. Okay. So Mike, can you explain to me, I mean, this sounds really cool, but I'm not sure that I'm completely following. So can you explain to me, you know, how this approach would actually help your everyday real estate investor? How would they go about doing all this? Yeah, sure. So most people aren't deploying capital into real estate deals every day, right? But they are consistently bringing in cash flow. And so the question is, what do we do with that cash flow before we put it into another investment. It's just sitting there in our checking and savings account, accruing, accruing, accruing at 0% interest. And so if we can put that somewhere to earn a higher rate of return, and in, in this case with whole life, also purchase an increasing death benefit, it increases the velocity of our capital overall. And it's there ready for our use when we need it for when you call on that next investment from Blue Lake. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I realized I already said something similar to that as I was talking. No, it's okay. You're still clarifying it better because basically what we talked about earlier was the benefit of being able to actually draw against the insurance policy in order to go and make investments. But you didn't really talk about the benefit of taking the cash on cash, you know, monthly distributions and being able to, you know, instead turn around and then, you know, gain on that again, which is really like gaining twice because I mean, you're, you're getting, you know, five or 6% cash on cash with Blue Lake. And then if you turn around and you're taking those funds and putting them right back into the policy, you know, then you're gaining on it again. So it's like you're double gain. What it is, is a tool that allows your dollars to work in more than one way at the same time. And that's why they call it the and asset. Everything else in life is an or asset. You invest in your 401k or you invest in real estate. It's either or. The end asset is a place that allows you to invest your capital and earn a return in more than one way. Awesome. I think that's genius. Now I'm curious too, with the Fed's recent announcement of increasing you know, the interest rates, how is that impacting this particular type of strategy? Yeah. So like I said a few minutes ago, these life insurance companies are very, very stable. They don't miss their dividend payments. 
And they were able to do that during low interest rate environments. Well, these life insurance companies are more stable as interest rates go up. And so it just makes them, again, that much more attractive to have one of these policies because the higher interest rates go, the stronger the life insurance companies are going to be. What about as far as the pricing for the consumers? Yeah. So the interest rates on the policy loans can increase or decrease over time. It is a variable rate. It's something that shifts only once a year and there is a cap on the increases. But something to think about is if life insurance companies are more profitable with a higher interest rate environment, that means the dividend payment is going to be more attractive as well. And so if my overall return on my uninterrupted compounding goes up over time, then I'm I'm more than okay paying a higher interest rate if, if everything is relatively the same. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely appreciate that. All right. Very interesting. Now, if someone wants to explore how to you know implement this, what advice would you give them? Yeah. I would say reach out to us if you have questions on whole life or just our overall process. You can also find a lot of information online about whole life life insurance. The key is to investigate overfunded policies, because that is what allows investors to have this as a safe place to store money. Because being able to access and have control and use of that capital is paramount. Interesting. Okay. So it has to be overfunded is the key. Yeah. If your goal is to have access to your cash, right? Right. All right. If people want to get in touch with you, where can they reach out? Yeah. So I can be reached directly at Mike at AxiomWealthSolutions.com, or you can go to our website, AxiomWealthSolutions.com. All right. Perfect. Is there any last little tidbit of advice that you feel is really important for listeners to know uh, now that they're just you know lightly getting acquainted with this idea? I would say during high inflationary times, become very clear on your goals and decrease your inefficiencies as much as you can. Definitely good advice. All right. Great. Well, Mike, we have arrived to what we call the lightning round question. So are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. What is your favorite hobby? I would say is skiing. Nice. We just moved to Arizona a year and a half ago. So finding quality snow is a little more difficult, but we head out (laughs) to California a couple of times a year or Montana once a year and get our fair share. All right. Well, good, good. Yeah. I was going to say, you're not in the right place for that, my friend. (laughs) All right. So my next question for you is what is something that a lot of people don't know about that you're okay to share? Man, that's a good question. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad in the back of a fire engine on our way to a wildland fire. We had a 12-hour drive, and I think I read the whole thing from cover to cover. And it was at that moment that I realized I had to change everything, but now I knew how to. Wow, that's an incredible answer. I can't even imagine you know, where your mindset is while you're, you're reading the book, knowing what kind of environment you're about to go into and the task that is ahead of you. You definitely manage stress well. That is a very interesting answer. Okay. And actually, along those same kind of lines, what is a book that you would recommend to our readers? I mean, excuse me, to our listeners. I would recommend The End Asset by Caleb Williams. He wrote an amazing book on whole life. And you read that short book and it'll change how you view money and how you view legacy. Interesting. All right. Very good. And it's The And Assets. Like the and and that's it. That's it. Okay. Interesting. All right. And last but not least, what is your advice to others for living an extraordinary life? My advice is to live an intentional life. 
I would get, again, very clear on your goals. I would come together with your spouse, if you have one, even your kids, if they're old enough, and figure out what life you actually want to live. Excellent. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right, great. Well, Mike, thank you so much. This has been very interesting. I definitely think that some listeners will you know, tremendously benefit from hearing about this strategy and this approach that can be taken. We'll be sure to include your information in the show notes that we have. And last but not least, in the words of Ellie Perlman to everybody, be bold, keep moving forward, and go build your own kind of extraordinary life. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Jeanette. Thanks so much for participating. I really appreciate it. Thanks. See ya. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.